Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the fabulous three that includes myself, Tam, and my man, front row Kenny. How are you guys doing? Renee, you sound good. Oh, I sound yeah. way better than I did last week. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, I'm probably not going to sound that great because of that bango apple. So we are not recording the show as we usually record. Last week, we did Zoom because we were going to post video. We just didn't post the video, but we did Zoom. But as you guys know, Renee was under the weather and his what well, it wasn't that you were under the weather it wasn't because you partied too hard that karaoke yeah karaoke yeah it was it was that karaoke that got me <laughs> <laughs> was you with your lady friend that's over there now <laughs> <laughs> all right well we go we, that 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 we're going to discuss that on another episode of all there's no break <laughs> You know, I had to throw it in. So last yeah, week, yeah, was, I, I knew, I knew somebody was, and it had to be Tim. We know, so we last, both know how that go every time. <laughs> yes. Well, Kenny, since you want some of this smoke, what's up? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I, I don't want no smoke. You got it. You got it. She's doing good though, but you got it. <laughs> okay. Well, shout out to Kenny's girlfriend because she graduated from college. So kudos to her. Oh, right on! Congratulations. I think it was a month ago, but. We still got to give her a shout out just in case she's yeah. listening. <laughs> she does listen, so she'll appreciate it. Okay, so there you have it. And Renee, I hear that noise. Move your phone from the the computer. Oh yeah, I did. I just moved it away. Yeah, because we heard that 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 um sound last. Yeah. Well, still hear it. Okay. Right. So last week we heard that noise. This week I may not sound as loud and clear because I know. Each episode, I'm usually louder than Kenny and Renee. So I may not sound loud this time because, first of all, Renee, I cannot talk with that noise. If if anyone's listening, you're hearing a raw episode. This is how we talk offline. So back to what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by Renee's static problem. I may not sound clear this episode because I'm not using my mic and you guys can thank Apple for that because not only is my laptop away in Texas at the Apple facility, but my iPhone, I can't use my headphones and my microphone at the same time. So it was one or the other. So you guys are getting the unfiltered version not that you guys don't always each week get the unfiltered version of tam but you're getting it this week again so with that being said that is what's up with us i know you guys are like okay can you jump to some nascar talk we will how about willie b as in william byron okay first and foremost i've been calling him baby baby ryan but his name is willie b <laughs> so how about Willie B? Oh wow. Who saw B. that coming? Honestly, I couldn't have called it. I mean, that's super speedway racing, but yeah. I did not yeah. think his first win was gonna come there, honestly. Yeah, I don't even think his old mama called that one. So yeah, that was <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they nobody was calling that one. No. Let's think about how crazy it was. He had to almost damn near win to get in. And yep. it was the 
final race of the regular season. And it was the first time NASCAR chose to have the final race of the regular season at a super speedway. Mm -hmm. This guy got his first win with all that stacked up against him. And unfortunately, I couldn't celebrate his win because I was so distraught that Mr. <laughs> Seven Time, Jimmy Johnson, yep. did not make it. And when you think about the playoffs, and we'll, we'll recap who's in, but just really quickly, three of the four Hendrick Motorsport drivers are in the playoffs. And out of those three, one of them is not Jimmy Johnson. Like, yep. that is bananas when you think about it. And not only that, well, you know what? I'm just going to jump to the playoff talk right now. Not only that, how crazy is it that Cole Custer, Matt DiBettadetto, as in Matty D, and Austin Dillon are in the playoffs, and Mr. Seven-Time Jimmy Johnson is not in the playoffs. Let me repeat that. Mr. Seven-Time Jimmy Johnson is not in the playoffs. Not to mention oh, boy. Kurt Busch, and Kyle Busch are barely in the playoffs because when you look at the grid based on point, they down there at the bottom with Maddie, Maddie D. Maddie yep. B. Okay, Willie B, Maddie B, all this. I don't wouldn't know Willie B and Maddie D, as in Matt <laughs> the better data. Okay. Right, that straight. right, right. Okay, so you guys want me to recap Daytona real quick just because sure, yeah, not that let's it, do it even matters. Willie B has a William Byron, as I like to call him. Baby Byron is the winner or was the winner. Chase Elliott, he was so nonchalant when they talked to him. And he pointed out the fact that William Byron was the first driver to win in the 24th since the Rainbow Warrior, as in Jeff Gordon. Because mm -hmm. what we did not remember is that Chase Elliott did not win while he was in the number 24. He didn't start winning until he got into the nine, which was crazy. Okay, Denny Hamlin came in third, which at one point I thought Denny was about to win, but then of course it was another accident. Martin Truex Jr. came in fourth. Bubba Wallace, I'm actually shocked Bubba Wallace finished in sixth or fifth because if you guys recall, he was in that second to last accident, I believe it was, or maybe it was the third to last. It was so many accidents. It's all a blur. Ryan Blaney came in sixth. Alex Bowman quietly. And when I say quietly, because I don't remember anybody mentioning Alex Bowman's name, he came in seventh. Same with Brendan Gaughan. Brendan, I don't even know where he ran all the race, but he ended up finishing P8. Chris Busher finished P9. Brad Keselowski finished in P10. And notables, you already know where I'm going with this. Jimmy Johnson finished in 17th. That last accident, it was a wrap. I'm surprised he was even able to make it back onto the track. And Matt Kenseth, who was up in it, I, I mean, I was screaming. My neighbors probably was like, did that crazy girl lose her mind? Oh, they was like, oh, it's Sunday. She's watching NASCAR. He came in 28th. So not the season ending for Matt Kenseth or Jimmy Johnson that we expected. And on that note, I'll just tell you guys who is in the playoffs and then we can open it up for some discussion. <sighs> Harvick is in. Hamlin in. And I'm doing it based on points. Kez, as in Brad Keselowski, is in. And I know off the top of my head, Harvick has seven wins. And as you guys know, he is our regular season champion. Hamlin has six wins, I believe, or is it five? He's got six. 
Okay, six. And again, this is off the top of my head. Brad Kozlowski is in. Logano is in. Elliot, Truex, Blaney, Bowman, Willie B, Austin Dillon, Cole Custer, Eric Amarola, Clint Boyer, Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, and Maddie D, as in Matt DiBenedetto. Those are your 16 drivers that will be driving in the playoffs. So I've talked, I've updated you guys. What say you, Kenny? And then what says you, Renee Garcia? Well, we definitely had a a whirlwind of a regular season. And you know what's crazy? I was sitting there thinking to myself way, way back when we first started for this season for 2020. I remember saying on the podcast early that I don't know how people are going to feel about this year because of the the looting of the next-gen car. That got pushed back. That got changed. I didn't think this season was going to be as crazy as it ended up being from the point we've got a rookie winner in Cole Custer. Austin Dillon also won a race again. Um We've got a field of 16 again, and obviously the seven-time champion who's getting ready to retire, Jimmy Johnson, is not coming back. It's kind of crazy to even think about that because, for me, like a lot of people, had watched a Jeff Gordon, a Richard Petty in their time, and watched them grow into multiple-time champions. I've seen the entire rise of Jimmy Johnson from when he was a rookie and he almost won a championship to now where – I, I really cannot believe that he is not able to make the playoffs. It's kind of crazy. But again, I don't, I won't be the one to put blame on Daytona for that. There's 25 more weeks before this. So yeah, 25 more opportunities before Daytona came around, 13 people locked those in and, you know, I mean, 10, uh, 12 different drivers locked in on that, but you know, it's uh pretty crazy. And I got to say, initially, I didn't really think that people were going to enjoy Daytona as much because it was a super speedway and it was going to be our closer for the regular season. But we got that crazy entry in terms of William Byron, even though he was a chance on points, but I couldn't have even imagined him winning. I've never seen him be that strong on super speedway tracks. He's qualified well, like the Hendrick cars normally do at Daytona, for example. But in terms of finishing the race, you know, obviously anything can happen. And that's not always his fault necessarily. But I thought all in all, it was a really entertaining race from start to finish. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, besides the end where obviously we had a lot of wrecks, but I thought we kept it pretty clean throughout most of the race. And you had a lot of guys make moves. And honestly, the Super Speedway package does not need to be changed whatsoever. Like at all, it does not need to be changed. And it was fun. And the craziest thing is in about four more weeks, we get to do this again in Talladega, which is crazy to think. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to add on to that. Kenny and Tam, it's not, you know, first of all, congratulations to William Byron and, 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 and his whole team for getting in. But this, I think this is goes, goes beyond of just William Byron getting in and some of these other younger, younger drivers getting in. This all comes down to Kenny and you, you, you hit it earlier. The fact that Jimmy Johnson is not, not in the playoffs is and it doesn't even stop there let's take for let's take for example you know Kyle Bush barely made it in he barely made the cut for I mean let's be honest I mean this is crazy like this is not what we're used to seeing we're not used we're, this is not reality of having Kyle Bush barely get into the playoffs by this time at this time of the year Kyle Bush should already be like at least at least four to six wins in I mean maybe Jimmy Johnson on the cusp but but 
still getting in, you know, kind of that might be, you know, we, we're used to seeing. But, you know, this is this is crazy. You know, the fact that that Kyle Busch, Kurt Busch, they barely got in. All these other young drivers are, have, have, you know, they've solidified their, their place in the playoffs. This is crazy. I mean, this is just exactly what 2020 has given us be, besides all the other crap that's, that that 2020 has given us. And it's just crazy to, to even think that, that, that Jimmy Johnson is not even – in the playoffs. I don't know. Uh, Tam, uh, I don't know what to say. Well, I think you said it, 2020. But I feel <laughs> like things happen crazy every year, but there's a heightened awareness about things that are happening this year because it's been some wild SHIT that's taken place. But we can't even call it the changing of the guard because what changed? And I don't really feel like any of the young guys dominated because clearly Harvick who is in his 40s and still kicking, but on the track is the dominator when it comes to 2020 NASCAR Cup season. And Hamlin is right behind him. In fact, aside from the one additional win, somebody may argue and say they're neck and neck. In all honesty, because I can't really say, and Kenny, maybe you can look this up really quick, but who had more top fives and who had more top tens out of Hamlin and Harvick? I'm assuming Harvick, based on the fact that he has a few more points than Denny, but at the same token, they both have been running really well. So it's not a changing of the guards by any means. It's just some weird SHID because (laughs) Kurt and Kyle, first of all, did any of you guys notice during the race when it was the accident, Kyle was actually, well, it looks like Kurt was sideways and Kyle was pushing him. And I was like, how fitting is that, that both brothers are, you know, in it together. But, you know, when you think about Cole Custer is in, nobody saw that coming. And it's safe to say he will be rookie of the year and not Tyler Reddick. I think even if people wanted to vote for Tyler, he eliminated himself with that move that he did. I, I don't know what he was thinking during the race. What was he thinking, Kenny? Like, I think that's just like a that itself was almost. <laughs> it's it's all momentum at at Tal. I mean, excuse me, at Daytona and Talladega as well. Same principle. So I guess he just went for it. And when he went for it, when you have enough momentum, and this happened all weekend at Daytona, if you get that run and somebody behind you gets another run, there is no. I'm gonna jam on the brakes. You got to keep going, or else you're gonna wreck everybody else. So. <laughs> you know, Tyler Reddick has been known for being up against the yeah. wall. I don't think Daytona was necessarily the spot, but you know what? I got to say, in a weird way, I got to give him kudos because a lot of times in the past few years, we've had people say, well, nobody wants to make a move. Nobody wants to do anything on plate tracks. They just want to stay in line. Hell, he made a move. <laughs> it might have not been the greatest in the world, but he made a move. So, you know, kudos to him. And honestly, I thought, um, the rookie of the year deal was going to end up being between Cole Custer and him anyway. So Cole, obviously, I think can't mathematically do anything else to get out of that. So I think he's got it locked up. But Tyler Reddick, I think, is somebody you're going to see continue to progress like over the years. He's a hell of a race car driver. I wasn't mad that he took a chance. I was just mad that he didn't. It didn't seem. I don't want to use the word smooth because it's just not appropriate to use the word smooth at. Talladega I keep saying Talladega just like you at Daytona but he just it just wasn't smooth like it wasn't cool like he just 
it was just wrong no matter how you look at it. But I do, since I keep saying Talladega, I do want to talk about Talladega really quick. How do you guys feel about NASCAR maybe switching it up and next year Talladega or even the year after Talladega being the final regular season race? Hmm. I don't know, Kenny. Like, I mean, you, I don't know. Is that just too wild? No, I mean, you know, I, I, I think it's, just, I, I think it goes with the same. I, I think it goes the same along lines of, of, of how we ended this season at Daytona. I mean, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the same thing. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how you see it, Kenny, but I see it along the side, the same, the same things as if it was Daytona, right? I mean. It, it, kind of makes sense right yeah in a way i mean it's gonna be wild as hell no matter what i don't i don't know which one i feel like talladega to me is a lot more wilder because they have a lot more room to work with obviously both tracks margin of error is like incredibly small no matter what you do it's just a daytona like i don't think people realize it on tv but daytona is a whole lot tighter than talladega is like talladega is wide like i mean that's that's why you can consistently see three and four wide with no problem at Talladega versus Daytona. You can't do that as much or else you will pay the price. But, you know, I think being able to interchange something like that would be cool. And I mean, I guess right now we have the apparently we have the range to do things like that within the confines of like the schedule. Now, I mean, I say, hell, why not go for it? Let's try it out. Yeah. Well, just FYI, for those that don't know, Kenny did his internship <laughs> at Talladega. So Kenny knows all about Talladega, and it is one of my favorite tracks. I love Talladega. I've never stayed in Alabama. No disrespect to anybody in Alabama, but I've been to Talladega many, many times, but I stay in Atlanta, and I drive up to to the track every day. Roll roll tide. Yeah, one time I drove up. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But the last time I went to a race in Talladega, I only drove up Saturday and Sunday. But yeah, I just cannot be staying in Alabama. Nope, how nothing far, how, for wh- me. How far is that drive from uh, Atlanta to Talladega? Uh, I think I do it in about an hour and a half. That's about, not, right. That's about right. Yeah, just about yeah. that. Uh, Hold on a second, Kenny, because if any of our listeners know, and if you don't know, Tam can make that in about 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) You already know. Hey, listen. Listen, when you, you got that drive, I'm telling you, it's possible. Uh, <laughs> I've no, done it myself. I've done not, it myself from Tesla. Not just that drive. When you got Tam behind the wheel, that is the drive. I'm telling you, she can do that in about 15 minutes. <laughs> well, I really could do it faster. But the problem is, is that I'm not familiar. Even though I've driven it, obviously, multiple, multiple times, I'm not familiar with the law of the land when it comes to the highway there. Like, okay. You know, we've driven to Las Vegas a thousand times. Yeah, we you kind of know when you get to certain spots, it's like that one one street. There's actually a street right. that's called YZZXY or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. And you know when you get to that road, like there's that little overpass. And sometimes the police be hiding behind the overpass. But I mean, obviously, you know, Renee introduced me to Waze, so I know to use Waze. Oh, Waze is a godsend. I love Waze. Yeah, man. Every time yeah. I go home, I use it. <laughs> right? I'm going to go to Vegas because I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon, and I don't know the lay of the land to the Grand Canyon, so I will be using Waze on my Waze. There, there you go. But, there you go. But yeah, I'm going to go back to Vegas, too, because Vegas, the Cosmo is like hella cheap and the Cosmo is like one of the flyest hotels in 
Las Vegas. So I was like, I'm going to take a road trip because I need to get out. Yeah. I'm tired <laughs> of looking at LA. I'm sorry. Uh, so Yeah. Yeah. But any event. So what else do we need to talk about? Well, there's some rumblings about the 48 car, but I'm not even going to repeat the rumor that I heard. Kenny and I discussed it, but it doesn't even seem possible. It may or may not happen. Even though Clint Boyer is in the playoffs, there are still rumblings about the number 14 car. I don't have nothing to say about that either because we already talked about Tony and his thoughts on who needs a second chance. And we'll just wait and see if that happens. And what we do know, what what else is happening? What other cars are available? Well, Eric interesting eric jones does not have a ride and people were like yeah he desperately needs to win and get in the playoffs i was like i don't feel like that was gonna make that much of a difference whether he got a ride or not um i don't really see i don't know where he's going and i don't see him at hendrix and i don't see him in the 14 so he is gonna be a casualty of he's gonna be a daniel suarez because yeah, we don't hear Daniel so. at all. We never hear Daniel's name anymore. And it's actually, it's sad. It's a tragedy because I think that Daniel had potential. Yep. But, you know, it kind of reminds me of, what's his name? Oh, my God, I used to talk talk about him all the time because I spent a few few days with him on multiple occasions. Um, what was the truck driver? He was three-time champion in Mexico. Oh, Pablo. No, no. Uh, you, what are you talking about, Renee? I, you oh, know I who I'm talking about, Kenny. I can see his face. I just can't think of his name. <laughs> Not ringing a bell for me either. He just look up if you Google real quick who was the three-time champion in Damn. Mexico. But he used to drive in trucks, and he used to drive for the team with the red horse. It's the guy who owns the team with the red horse. You I've been to their shop. That's crazy. Okay, I know well, who, I know who you're up. talking about, but I just can't think of their name. Well, just Google three-time NASCAR champion in Mexico. It should come up. Because <laughs> he drove in the Mexican series before he came over here. But nonetheless, so saying that to say he had potential and just nothing happened for him and he faded away. And then yeah. obviously we still need to figure out who's going to be in a 42 and if Bubba's going to make a move. Like, I feel like NASCAR silly season is just flat. It sounded all good at first, but when you really think about it, it's like, okay, you have three cars available. Well, you don't even have three technically. You have two and a possible with the 14. Yeah. So, but you guys know what I meant. Those are right, the right, cars right. to watch. I think I found so, your guy as well, by the way. Jermaine. Oh, who is it? Jermaine yes. Quirk. Q, uh, Quiroga. Yeah, but you don't, <laughs> he doesn't pronounce his name Jermaine. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. He, I have no his, idea. He's Hispanic. It's pro, it's pronounced something else, but that's what I'm talking about. Hmm. I do remember him. Yep, I, I do remember yeah. him. He has won three times in um in the NASCAR Mexico series. Exactly. See, here's the thing with me. I don't know everything, but I know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's true because I do know. Like Kenny is the historian on the podcast, but I will spit off facts. <laughs> But I feel like my facts are always, well, they're not incomplete. I just can never recall the full story, but it's little remnants of stories. But yeah, that guy. So yeah, so I guess that's that. I don't know what else you guys want to talk about or is it time for predictions? I feel like this episode is super short. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we can go straight to predictions, actually. Are we going to talk about Renee's girlfriend? Are we going to oh, talk about Lord. Kenny's girlfriend? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, Let's talk I, about Kenny's girlfriend. <laughs> I guess one thing I could ask uh, both of you as well is who do you think is going to be out in the first round? The, the, who the four drivers oh, do you yeah. think are going to be out? Because I got a few in my, oh, in my head, but I want to hear what you guys got first. So well, we're, we'll do four rounds. There's 16 drivers to start, then it goes to 12, then it goes to eight, and then it goes to four. So off the cut, we already mm-hmm. know Matty D is out of here unless he wins the race because he only has one playoff point. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that. And I'm going to so be honest with you, I'm going to go with William Byron as being out too because, I mean, th- let's be honest. I mean, he got in because it was Daytona. Uh, you know what I mean? Otherwise, he wouldn't even – I don't know. I mean, I don't want to well, say that. I may have to disagree with you, Renee. Sorry. And the only oh, that's reason okay. why is because it's not like he was running terrible. He just hadn't won a race. And when you look right. at the points behind him is Austin Dillon, Cole Custer, Eric Amarola, believe it or not, Clint Boyer, Kyle Bush, Kurt Bush, and Matty D. So that's given crazy. that if none of those guys win a race, <laughs> then Byron is still going to go in depending on how they finish. I'm but, sorry, but you I... know, based on points, Matty D is out of here. He has to yeah. win. Yeah, he has to. And, and low-key, Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch, I feel like, have to win too. Maybe. Well, I'll tell you who's not going to make the cut. Kenny's girlfriend, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she made the cut. That wasn't right. You made the cut. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's the love of Kenny's life. I don't know her. I haven't met her yet, and I will meet her soon. But I like her because Kenny likes her. And, you know, not that we've had a lot of conversations about her, but I think she's good for Kenny because she's a budding entrepreneur, and, you know, she has her head on strong. Now, your girl, I don't know much about, so (laughs) I can't say the same. Okay, so but but back to the playoffs. I definitely yeah. Let's back to the playoffs. So Maddie B is out. I will go on a limb and say that Harvick, Hamlin, Logano, and you notice how I skipped over Brad because Brad has just been a little iffy. But Harvick, Hamlin, Logano, and Truex, I definitely think will get out the first round. I'm just yeah. and so instead of picking four that's going to be eliminated, I'm just going to pick four that I know that's going on to the next round. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm actually going to go with Tam on that one. Huh, that's um that's pretty interesting. My four, if I could pick four to go out before the round of twelve, I'm saying William Byron, Matt Benedetto. Then I will say Clint Boyer and Austin Dillon. Those are my four, I think, that are not going to make Y'all it gonna to the next round. Y'all going to stop disrespecting Austin. Sorry to Ooh. cut you off, but you're going to stop disrespecting Austin. Yeah. Just don't, I just don't see it for, for any of them with the upcoming tracks. I just can't see it at all. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sorry. I can't. Like, Richmond, Bristol, Richmond, Bristol, and Darlington, I don't, I don't see it happening. But, you know, obviously, you never know. It's the playoffs. It's just a wild-ass prediction. <laughs> Playoffs. Well, yeah, playoffs. So you agree with me with Maddie on Maddie, mm-hmm. and you agree with Renee on yep. Willie, as in yep. Willie B. Yeah. So Maddie D and Willie B, we all three agree is out of here. 
Yeah. But no, I didn't agree that William Byron's out. No, no, yeah, you you disagreed, which is Oh my goodness. Okay, I gave you the four that I know that's going on. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Okay, so it is time for some predictions. Renee, yeah. what you got? It's time for race predictions. All right. Well, I'm gonna say right off the bat, I don't think it's gonna be any big surprise, but Let's be honest. Uh, Wait, where are we next week? <laughs> oh, we're, we're headed to Darlington Cookout, Darlington. the Cookout yeah. Southern uh, 500. Uh, I don't know if oh, I got a cookout out there. Cookout, yeah. Oh man, a cookout sounds good right about now. But anyway, it's not gonna be the same though. Without the, it's it's supposed yeah. to still it's a throwback week. But how are they gonna throw it back with no? Oh, well, I guess right. it's fans in the stands. So they got the cars yeah. done. So I mean, that's done. You know, they yeah. did that. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it's going to be any uh, surprise, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin on this win. I think Denny Hamlin will uh, come away with the checkered flag on this one. If I go for an alternative pick, I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. I don't, uh, you know, these two guys have been fantastic all year long, despite, you know, what, what 2020 has given us. And somehow Harvick and Hamlin have just been absolutely phenomenal. They've been, they've been there all year. They've been the, the, the big guns all year. And uh, this is not going to be any different. I think they're going to get their wins right out of the way. And it's either going to be Denny Hamlin or Kevin Harvick. But I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. And my alternative pick is going to be Kevin Harvick. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. Kenny, what do you got? All right. So just in case y'all don't know, Cookout Southern 500. By the way, this time we're talking cookout as in the restaurant, which is a staple in the South. I love that place, so I'm super happy about that. However, for my picks for the Southern 500 this year, I am going with Kyle Busch, who has not got a win this so far this year in 2020, which is insane wow. to me. I think he'll do well. He did well in the spring there, and I think he had a shot. Obviously, him and Chase Elliott had a little bit of a tangle on track <laughs> and caused a quite a moment on Thursday night race, <laughs> Thursday night racing on Fox. Then I'm going to roll with Brad Keselowski as my alternative pick. He has been historically good at Darlington. So I think it'll be another good chance for him to get a win and lock himself into the next round. So with that being said, those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. What say you, Miss Tam? Harvick or Hamlin. That's the theme for me. So I'm going to pick Harvick for my winner in Hamlin as my alternative because I feel as if Harvick is going to show up and show out at Darlington because it is the first race of the playoffs and he wants to let you guys know for all the naysayers and the doubters that he's here and he is planning on being the NASCAR champion, not just the regular season champ, but the 2020 champ. And Hamlin, just because even in the mix of all that happened at Daytona, Hamlin still was in the mix. Mm -hmm. He still was there. I mean, at one point he was in front and I thought he was going to win. So, in fact, I should go with Hamlin. I'm actually going to flop that. I'm going to pick Hamlin to win because Hamlin is the man right now and mm -hmm. Harvick is my alternative. So well, those are my picks. And as Renee always says, I'm sticking to them until I don't. Because I'll put it in, but that's what I'm <laughs> going with right now. <laughs> 
And you know what? That is our minds just going a um, hundred miles an hour. We can we can pick, we can choose, we can flip, we can flop. What say you guys? You got to pick. You 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 guys think that you're gonna win this weekend? Sit, send it to us. Hit us up on our social media at Turns No Breaks across the board. That's at Turns No Breaks. If you know any NASCAR fans that love NASCAR just as much as we do, just as much as you do, please turn them onto our podcast. We really appreciate it. And always uh, love your support for our podcast. Podcast for Tam, my man Kenny, and myself. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week on another episode of All Turns, No Breaks. See you. Bye bye. I was waiting on Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. 